0: Just a little Compton nigga, just a little Compton nigga, one time, for my niggas, you know Compton nigga, just a little Compton nigga,
1: uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar,
0: uh, yo, uh, back with a vengeance, back with my heart and I'm venting, back with another war pendant, salute me and shoot me, I never wore goofy, ignore my religion. I believe it's one God, it's one love, and I believe it's my fly, we are doves. I make a way for my people to see the light, right in the yellow bones. Man, my microphone could be one, until I see big poxie pun, but this ain't easy. I can't take a big L, my city needs me, I gotta win. The poop is in the pudding, and I've been fucking with Cosby since I was 10. you damn right, any means necessary, get the campaign right. Very emotional, I'm a Gemini, I love hard and I fight harder. I'm one author, I'm one starter, and the game's real, and the game's appeal to the struggling youth with no father. You can't learn if mistakes ain't made. You gotta pay how much you order know to get paid. You gotta pay attention in order to pay dues. And you ain't getting it till you start paying dues. Lifestyles of the young and the broke. With my hand under oath, I recite these quotes. And if I have a lie, then I die where I stand. That's a pest, not a man, but a boat. and know that. In order to see the front, I have to play the back. We played our position. We let y'all play yourself. Y'all made your decision. We pray while we pray on competition. Then flip another page of Corinthians. I see stars when I write these sentences. Or crash cars when I write these sentences. Hope it's your boss for my niggas life sentences. Free J-Dub, kill our wits. Y'all better hope 2012 really real. the way I feel. I'ma make your supper. Take your supper. I have not eaten in the last 22 summers and I'm 22 now. It's about to go down, so on my God. We got this, odds, this odds and all this,
1: Oh, yes. I told you I played this shit at the intro. This is King Nona Uncensored, and welcome to the 2023 motherfucking All-Star Game. Now, before we get into that, you know, I got three little quick stories, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get straight to the fucking business. So, Scarface and Willie D. Now, I did not talk about this. Now, Willie D felt the type of way about being, you know, if you don't know who Scarface and Willie D is, you know, for the uh, younger people that are listening, Scarface was probably the first Southern rapper and his group, The Ghetto Boys, in which Willie D was in, Bushwick Bill, DJ Ready Red, they were all, and, and, and um, Big Mike, too. Can't forget about Big Mike. Um, This was a Houston-based rap group. And um, they have the classic song, "Mind Playing Tricks On Me, which is one of the 50 greatest hip-hop songs ever. And um, Scarface performed at the Grammys, you know, because it was 50 years of hip-hop and they were honoring hip-hop. Willie D had a disagreement saying, well, why would you perform our shit and I'm still alive? And I'm gonna be honest. I mean, Willie D had probably... The uh, uh, probably my favorite verse on that song, in my opinion, but um, they got into it on their uh podcast about it, and you know, Scarface tried to dance around it a little bit, but I feel like Willie D was correct in that conflict, I feel like. Willie, I mean, I feel like Scarface should have performed one of his songs. I mean, i Seen A Man Die is also a top 50 hip-hop song of all time as well. He could have did i Seen A Man Die. He could have did Smile. He could have did Guess Who's Buzak. He could have did a lot of things. You know, Scarface has a lot of historical records of his own. I mean, of course they squashed it, but Willie B just, you know, wanted to know why he was left out. And that's much respect to him. Kevin Love, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Love is going to the Miami Heat. I am so glad he's not going to the trash-ass Bakers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, question. Is Kevin Love the piece to complete the Miami pie? I don't know. I mean, they definitely needed a big that was better than Dwayne Detman. And Kevin Love could play stretch five, and I was definitely anticipating that this would happen. You know, Eric is a great coach. But I don't think this is a, a the difference between the NBA championship, though. I mean, the East is still kind of like, you know, Boston and Milwaukee and everybody else. Because, you know, I'm unsure of Philly. Philly's motivation to win a championship. Cleveland's, um, you know, Cleveland may be a bit young. And Miami's more experienced. I mean, they've been to the finals within the last five years. Kevin Love's the NBA champion. And I'm pretty sure definitely Jimmy Butler and um, Bam and Adebayo want to win a ring. The thing is, will he start, though? I mean, I can see him starting over there. I can see him as a starter. Now, here's the thing, right? Shannon Sharp. I'm sick of Shanice Sharp. I am sick of this guy. Like, I've been joking around with some of my guys about a shut the fuck up list and there are plenty of groups of people and people and individuals that are on my shut the fuck up list and shannon sharp and draymond green definitely top that list but shannon sharp i didn't speak on this and i'm going to speak on it now shannon sharp you know i don't know man there's this report and story that ja was waving a gun with a beam on it or a beam at somebody or some stupid shit like that that I don't fucking believe and Shannon Sharp got on some coon shit basically <laughs> Shannon White <laughs> Charleston <laughs> Shannon White and shit right this nigga gonna get on national TV and say Jai you not gangster, Jai you not hood but my question to Shannon Sharp is when has Ja Morant ever given off that vibe? I can't name a time where Ja got into a fight. Ja even gotten, you know, the only confrontation he was in was with you. You fucking bass mouth bitch. I'm sick of Shannon Sharp. I'm really sick of this guy. This nigga just, ugh, he just fucking irks my nerves. He's already a LeBron vacuum cleaner, sausage gargler. Now you want to get at John ja Morant and try to uh, pull his car when he never really established that he had one? What type of shit is that? Don't let the fake media feed feed you propaganda. John ja Morant is not never has never proclaimed to be a thug. Has never even. He doesn't even have a criminal record. He doesn't even roll with thug niggas. What I see, Ja, in Ja is, Ja is just an overconfident basketball player, who's arrogant and has an ego. And a lot of players have those qualities and traits. And Ja is also a master trash talker. He's a trash talker. All I see is a very uh, is a very gifted young man, who was the man in college, got drafted number two overall, and is leading a Memphis team that's becoming a playoff contender before our eyes. I never seen a gangster. I never seen a criminal. I never seen a thug. So Shannon Sharp, when the fuck has Ja? tried to be gangster or hood i wanted to speak on that i'm just saying like shannon shark this is the thing this is what they do to successful black men they try to throw dirt on their name and try to make up fake reports it's kind of like what they did with the east coast west coast shit, you know and it gets smeared all over to the individual that they're talking about and then Now they think they are this, and then they start hanging out with the wrong crowd, getting in trouble, getting a criminal record, and ending up dead or in jail. Shannon Sharp, don't be a part of that media propaganda that forces these rich and successful millionaires to actually want to fucking become what their reputation is being said to be because i feel like i don't believe that story i'm sorry i just don't believe that story about Ja having guns and waving a beam at you know i guess the opposite team's fans or some shit like that i don't fucking remember i'm just wanting i just want to talk to shannon sharp real quick because that's cool behavior because Ja never he's just a young kid that wants to have fun and talk shit and i just think that he shannon sharp Shanice sharp is just mad and that is my fucking ted talk bitch all right let's move on man there was something else i wanted to talk about before we got to this all-star game shit man this is crazy as fuck it just popped into my head billboard why hasn't king known uncensored addressed billboard well this is an easy answer billboard is more focused on the numbers they're not really focused on skill level they're not really focused on all around they're not focused on they're only focused on career accomplishments and second of all I do not respect Billboard, the Grammys, when it comes to hip-hop because they don't know nothing about hip-hop. They just go with the Joneses, and they just keep up with the Joneses. I'm not even going to look at that list. I'm not even going to—I mean, I saw the list, just like everybody else, and Billboard has a right to their stupid-ass, goofy-ass, pussy-ass opinion. But my thoughts on that bullshit is... That shit is fucking corny. Like, if you're gonna make a real hip-hop list... Why don't you include people that know hip-hop? If you probably look at the staff... That, um... Did that shit... I not seen some of their staff members, bro. They're a bunch of clowns that... Are 20 years behind. I mean... I love Kendrick, but number two, y'all got to stop with this mess. I mean, Jay-Z being at number one is one thing. A lot of people are pissed off about Jay-Z being number one. I feel like Jay-Z is worthy of being number one. But I also feel like Biggie, Tupac, LL Cool J, him. I said Big, right? Yeah, Pop, Tupac. I feel like they're all worthy of number one spots as well but i i don't take Billboard serious they're not even worthy i mean i really shouldn't be talking about this but i'm sure a lot of people wanted to know what i thought about it and i don't i don't think about it because those aren't the go-to people that i go to for hip-hop i try to do my own research i try to come up with my own analogies and i try to come up for the right elements that make a rapper a great rapper or a hip-hop legend so to speak And I have my own thoughts and opinions on that shit. A very strong one, but I have one. (laughs) Now let's move on to this 2023 All-Star Game shit. Let's look at the festivities. Now I did not see the Celebrity Game. All I saw was Calvin Johnson just wreaking fucking havoc in some of those highlights. But I didn't see... I gotta look up the Celebrity Game highlights. I wanna see them. But my thoughts about this, that I, I, I mean, let's talk about the Rising Stars uh, Challenge. The Rising Stars Challenge was dope. I love the format, the 14 tournament style. I like that, actually. I'm not mad at that. And it was uh, divided into four teams. So, I mean, I already talked about the rosters. I, I'm not going to get into it. But then again, I should get into it since This was the All-Star game, right? Um, the team that won was Team Pal Gasol. It had um, Jose Alvarado, Paolo Banchero, Scotty Barnes, Jaden Ivey, Benedict Matherin. Uh, Keegan Murray, and Andrew Nimhard. We well, just going to talk about the winners. Sounds good to me. So, I mean, that team was bolstered as is. And the All-Star uh, and the Rising Stars MVP was Jose Alvarado. And, yes, another Piston was on another Rising Stars championship team, by the way. Jaden Ivey was good. Um, I knew Team Powell had a shot. I already knew that they were going to win. But uh, Matt McClung had a big weekend. He played for Team Jason Terry. You know, they were eliminated in the first round. Uh, We didn't get to see much of Scoot Henderson. I wanted to see, like, what he had. I don't think he was given enough time to... Show his full game. And Josh Giddey was going crazy, man. He was doing his thing in that uh, Rising Stars game. You know, uh, the the semifinals was to 40, and the final was up to 25 points. Now, the Skills Challenge, Team Utah Jazz won the Skills Challenge. Barely. I'm going to be honest with y'all. That Skills Challenge was, was trash. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I think they should take that shit out. I mean, the skills challenge was cool. Like when LeBron and D Wade and and you know guys with actual skills. No disrespect, but I'm just keeping it a bean because they had those Antipo Negro brothers who could not hit the side of a barn. And Drew Holiday, he was he was solid. I'll give you that. Paolo Jaden and Jabari. We're kind of disappointing because I thought they were going to win. Team Utah had this shit on a rapid bow. This shit was too easy for them. But I feel like, in my opinion, they should take the skills challenge out. That shit was whack as fuck. Not going to hold you. Or, Or, check this out. Or go back to the original format of the skills challenge and put skilled motherfuckers in the goddamn skills challenge. Because... I'm going to be honest with y'all. I love Jaden Ivey to death, but I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't put him in the skills challenge. I like Jabari Smith Jr. That motherfucker can't pass worth a goddamn. I love Paolo Banchero, but he's only an individual talent. He can't pass. Jordan Clarkson can't pass. Colin Sexton can't pass. Walker Kessler can't pass. Giannis can't pass. Drew Holiday is probably the only person. To me, that should have been in the skills challenge. Put the skilled motherfuckers back in the skills challenge. Put Luca in. Put Lu- uh, Lu- uh, Nikola Jokic. Put LeBron James in there. Put motherfuckers that got some skills. Put SGA in there. But, you know, maybe they didn't put skilled motherfuckers in there because it's probably not. T- it's, it, it's I mean, but shit. If it's not enough skilled motherfuckers, just leave it to four contestants then. Put Chris Paul in, you know what I'm saying? You know, motherfuckers that got skills. None of these motherfuckers are skilled at passing, at drills, at nothing but Drew. Move on to the, the three point contest, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what a lot of y'all are thinking. Oh man, he only gonna say the three point contest was good because his man's won. Man, get off my dick, first of all. I happen to enjoy the three point ca- uh, uh contest, and yes, I'm happy my boy Damian Lillard won. I'm happy about that. Shit. My man's won a three point contest. And we'll get back to what else he did at the All-Star game a little bit later in the show. But um, him and Buddy Hill and Tyre- yo, know, Tyrese Halliburton surprised me. I knew he could shoot, but I didn't think he was going to shoot like that. I didn't think he was going to light that bitch up like that. Tyrese Halliburton was a big surprise. And I had Dame winning, obviously. Whoever decided to put Julius Randle in here, need they ass? What? I would have put Jalen Brunson in here over fucking um uh, shit. I would have put Clay ass in here. Clay would have made this shit interesting. We obviously know why Steph couldn't participate; he was injured. But I think Steph probably retired from the three-point contest, and I think Dame's gonna probably retire too because he had. Lost the last couple of three-point contests he was a part of. But Lillard ended up winning. He had 26 in the final round. I mean, that three-point contest format is made specifically for Dame to win. Period, point blank. I thought that maybe Buddy and Jason Tatum was going to be... A threat? I wish it would have been Simons and Lillard, but Simons got hurt. The slam dunk contest. Oh, boy. Now, here's the only problem that I had with the dunk contest. Everybody's talking about Matt McClung saved the dunk contest. No, the fuck he didn't aaron gordon derrick jones jr and zach levine saved the dunk contest now the dunk contest was the worst dunk contest of all time last year i get that and i understand that you needed some new flavor i get that but to sit there and say that mac mcclung saved the dunk contest you're ignorant and slow and totally forgotten the dunk off in 2020 y'all totally disrespected all the contestants that year the dunk off between derrick jones and aaron gordon that happened actually that was 20 uh 21 my fault but still that was only two years ago i could see if the dunk contest was lackluster like maybe about six seven years ago but Mac McClung did not save the dunk contest. Mac McClung made the dunk contest enjoyable. I'll give you that. But saved, no. Now we can talk about the dunk contest. I had picked. It was. Bet- it was gonna. Be, I said it was gonna be between Matt McClung and Kenya Martin Jr. Now I didn't know that Trey Murphy the Third had creative dunks in his bag. i had always seen him as a. Uh, uh in-game dunker and a three-point shooter on the Pelicans. You know, that was my guy on the Pelicans, so you know, I'm a Pelicans fan. I didn't know that Murphy had all those tricks. And in this dunk contest, I admired the um, creativity of the dunk. Now, Kenya Martin Jr. had this one dunk. Yo, they had this nigga Tari. It was it Tari Eason or Jay Sean Tate throwing that ball? I don't remember. But whoever was throwing KJ Martin the passes was about to get that young man killed. That shit scared the fuck out of me. I was like, oh shit, this nigga. What the. You know, I saw him fall. I was like, oh, oh, man. Come on, dog. Throw a better pass. You should have had Kevin Porter Jr. throw any passes or something to this nigga, man. But that dunk was fire, though. And Trey Murphy, the third and Mac McClung. One thing that I must salute about Trey Murphy and Mac McClung is they got all of their dunks in one take. Because I come from the era where, you know, I remember being that 9, 10-year-old kid watching the dunk contest on NBA Hardwood Classics. The dunk contest with Dominique and Michael Jordan and, 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 and Spud Webb and and then, you know, Young Kobe and Ray Allen and, you know what I mean, and Isaiah Ryder and Vince Carter and T-Mac and Stevie Franchise and Jerry Stackhouse and shit like that, you know what I mean, Jay Rich. Back in the day, if you missed a dunk, bruh, it was over for you. Good night. And then maybe a little bit later on, they allowed you to have another attempt. But at the most, you get two attempts, my nigga, and you got to take the points. You got to take that L. And you better hope and pray that these other niggas out here miss a dunk. And this is why I'm tying it back into this shit. Anybody that makes their dunk on the first attempt earns my respect. I don't give a fuck how fucked up the dunk is. I don't care how shitty the dunk is. If you can nail the dunk in one take, you earn my respect period, point blank, and Matt McClung and Trey Murphy III did that. Now, Jericho Sims, he was a replacement for Shaden Sharp. I truly believe that a Matt McClung-Shaden Sharp final would have been fire because I know Shaden Sharp got ups, and he's got creativity. I know we got Trey Murphy the third, and I liked the creativity of all the dunkers, but Jericho Sims, I don't know what he was on. This nigga kept trying to do Vince Carter's dunk all fucking night. Okay, we get it. You can put your arm through the rim. Do something else, nigga. That shit, that, that shit snatched my buffs and grinded my gears. And I'm glad he got eliminated, bruh. And we see why New York, New York Knicks had a horrible night at All-Star. They had a bad night. Because Jew Randall was horrible in the three-point contest and shouldn't have been there. Jericho Sims, y'all couldn't find another nigga that could dunk, bro. (laughs) Jericho Sims is an in-game dunker, dog. And that's that. But that motherfucking McClung. Matt McClung ended up winning the dunk contest. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I would have gave that kid all 50s. All of his dunks were 50s. They were all creative. He nailed him on the first try. And, you know, he... He may not be on Dunk Contest Mount Rushmore, but he will be remembered in my eyes because he was a throwback. And Matt McClung, in the mixtape days in 2015 and 2016 and stuff like that with Zion Williamson, I remember that kid way back in the day. The, uh the young kids version of back in the day when that boy Mac McClung was in high school. yamming. And I hope that this is the cog that keeps this kid in the NBA because he deserves to make some money out. Not just for dunking, but for his overall game because he got game. He ain't got no defense, but he definitely got the ups in the game. But. My favorite dunk of Matt McClung was that goddamn reverse windmill 360. That shit was nasty. And that 720, oh, my God. Any nigga that can do the 720, that's a 50. That's a 50. Like, when he did the Dwight Howard dunk remix and jumped over two people, man, Mac McClung is amazing. You can tell Mac McClung been around all niggas his whole life. And his two white friends was like Tommy on power. Now let's get to the all-star game. The actual all-star game. Team Giannis. Team motherfucking Giannis beat Team Uh lapinki 184 to 175. Giannis Antetokounmpo did participate for 30 seconds. When he threw down a dunk, I mean, Giannis was, you know, had a wrist injury, a uh, hand injury, wrist injury going into it, so he wasn't going to give too much. The National Anthem, Jewel, Baby Girl. I know, I, I know you can sing, but the National Anthem is for power singers only, baby. Because we had Fergie fuck that national anthem up one time, her ass sitting there, sitting there like, oh, say
0: can you see?
1: I can "Nigga, you putting me to sleep, my nigga. Put some, put some power in this sh- to that shit. I'm like terrorist Power, nigga. Push that shit out, mine. Push that shit out, mine. Now, shorty, who did the old Canada shit, Jelly Black? She was out of there. Um, the first half, you know, was, uh, a lot of people were complaining about the actual all-star game saying it was boring because they weren't being competitive. And I understand where they're coming from because the way we grew up, boy, they competed in the all-star game. This is the all-star game. This is a chance to be competitive. Now, yes, they did horseplay in the all-star game early on they only did that in the first quarter though the second through the fourth was a real game i remember my 05 pistons going out there and locking niggas up i remember kobe bryant locking up lebron ass in the all-star game you know what i'm saying i remember iverson and marbury and all them niggas coming back from down 20 to win the game And they were giving half-ass, half-hearted effort with no defense. But this is a symbolism. This is what you guys made the game, though. None of those guys can really play defense except Tatum and Brown. That was selected. And B plays defense sometimes when he feels like it. LeBron is good for a chase-down block and – LeBron James, a pinky finger, bro, a finger. LeBron, this is the all-star game. You're the captain. Giannis is not playing. You didn't want to come back in the game to will your team to victory. And I don't want to hear that shit talking about, oh, man, we didn't want LeBron to dislocate his finger. We need him for the season. Well, um, Ask this question to him. How come LeBron set out key games that where he was completely healthy this season? He set out a lot of key games that y'all needed to remain in the playoff hunt, but they're 13th in the West. So my thing is a finger, bro. You could have taped that shit up, bro. You could have iced that motherfucker down during halftime and came back. Ain't y'all doing this shit for charity? This is the all-star game, bro. Wrap that shit up and get your mark ass back in the game and win for your team, dog. This is why I don't put LeBron on that Kobe Jordan level. Pussy shit like this. That shit pissed me off when he didn't get back in the game. Because I ain't want motherfuckers making excuses for when Team LeBron lost. These kids didn't come to see LeBron playing two quarters. They wanted to see all four quarters. And he he had the most votes. But y'all put this GOAT standard on a person who gives half-assed efforts. Now, yes, that shit looked like it did hurt. I give you that. He got his finger caught in the rim making the chase down block. It is what it is. Man up. Man up, nigga. Man up. That was one of the things I didn't like. Like, I'd never seen nobody get hurt in an All-Star game and never return. And it, and the injury wasn't that serious. Now, when we got to, uh, to halftime, a lot of people were complaining about the halftime show with the Afrobeat people. I mean i fuck with i mean i fuck with Wizkid, kid burner boy and tim's like i'm not like super duper fans of them like i'm not like um a hundred percent into Afrobeat. i'm a, i'm about 50 percent into it because i love the sounds and i love tim's she is so sexy mm, looking like a tall chocolate glass oh of- Oh, oh, fucking chocolate shake out there, baby. Oh, love me some motherfucking Pam. I love her voice. She's so exotic. Her voice just moonwalks all over the beat. Burning Boy and Wizkid was alright. Now, was it a spectacular performance? No. But, but was it as bad as people said? No. And a lot of people were saying like you know they couldn't sing live well i'm like well a lot of people can't sing live and they did the best that they could and post malone why is he still alive like get this nigga the fuck out of here the nigga is trash the Nigga, music trash he's a culture vulture Post Malone, Piss Malone only performed because Gunna told on everybody. And Young Thugs in jail. I would have rather had Drake and 21 Savage than this nigga.
0: I said what I fucking said. I would have had
1: Future. Hell, I would have rather fucking had... Black thought than this than, than all these motherfuckers. Man, somebody gotta link up with Dr. Dre and Jay-Z again and get some get some different performing artists at the goddamn All-Star Game, too. Save the All-Star Game, ladies and gentlemen. But the second half, this is where shit got real. We got to have a Tatum versus Brown matchup. And I love this part of the all-star game. When Tatum went against Brown. And Brown was low-key. Fucking Tatum ass up. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Tatum got it back. It got a defensive stop. And Tatum was the all-star game MVP, by the way. Another Kobe protege won all-star MVP. Because the first year was Kawhi, right? Right another kobe protege he has steph curry last year winning and now team lebron has finally lost after all these years in this format i'm I'm gonna be honest with y'all i would love to see it go back to east versus west you know this uh playground tournament shit is cute and the all-star draft was kind of nice i do like it but I wanna see East versus West. I wanna see different shit, uh different shit every year. Because we know LeBron's gonna get all the all-star votes. And, you know, LeBron picked a dog ass team. But Giannis, though, had all my niggas on that team. You know? Giannis had Dame, Giannis had Ja. Donovan Mitchell, you know. Giannis picked the dogs. And Donovan Mitchell went nuts, bro. Like, Donovan Mitchell, and then my boy Dame hit the game winner, as he should. Yeah, Damian Lillard showed out. All my boys, you know what I'm saying? Jaden Ivey, Dame Lillard. Um, showed out during the All-Star weekend. If I were to grade the All-Star weekend, I would give it a B minus. I'm going to give it a B minus. I mean, I liked it, don't get me wrong, but obviously there's been better All-Star games, of course. The dunk contest was great, the skills challenge was trash, the three-point contest was good, the All-Star game was mid as fuck. I I would rather see people playing defense and actually competing. Like the year that Anthony Davis scored all those points, I like that one because that was competitive, especially like towards the end of the game. I kind of like the competitive nature in that one. But all in all, um, that is my show. Um, This is the uh, 2023 All-Star Game, and I'm gone.